Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. No, I, I got it. I got it. How about a little heel turn? <laughs> Well, hello, everybody. Um, this is not Shot in the Dark, but I am your host, John Cena Evil here. And um, I'm going to be going a little longer than 15 minutes today. So if you're sick of my voice, you might want to turn this off after a couple minutes. But I'm not alone on this new experience here that we call Turning Heels, where we talk about the new stars wrestling related show heels. Um, but I am here with B Detroit from Detroit. What's up, B? What up, though? Thank you for having me. I, I was surprised to get this invitation to review this show with you. I'm honored, though, Cino. I mean, you like post West post wrestling like a legend right now. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> some some might differ, but, you know, I, I try my best. I try my best. Um, Yeah. I mean, ever since, like, I heard about this show, I always had interest in it. And um, the last wrestling show that I really remember was Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling that was on Netflix. And um, when that aired, you know, John and Way and, and other people definitely reviewed it and talked about it. And that was always mm-hmm. like a good companion piece. So I didn't really see too much um, talk about this show, but there were some people that were wondering, you know, on people's thoughts and if they're going to watch it. And I was going to watch it anyway. So I figured, um, why not ask one of my favorite personalities here, uh, whether it be, a, you know, BD America or B Detroit, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the man of many faces from Detroit. And um, I figured, yeah, you know, me and you are like uh, the hit row of uh, Up Next. You know, we're the, we're the cool guys. We sit at the cool table. We, we, we spit bars sometimes and we go into ciphers. Um, quite, not like, quite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not like, not like Davey Portman and, and Braden Harrington, but you know, I'll, I'll save my beat for uh, Up Shots Next Summer. Fired. <laughs> Shots in the dark fired, man. Shots in uh, the dark fire. I love it. So I figured, um, you know, why not talk about this show? And obviously, if there's any interest in it, uh, people can can leave feedback for us or, you know, say whatever they want about the show. But hopefully they're watching. Uh, what was your interest going into this show before it aired? Um, just seeing the uh, trailer like a couple months back and knowing that CM Punk had a hand into it. And I actually found out that James Harrelson, um, former 
um, football linebacker played for the Pittsburgh Steelers was in the show as a wrestler. And I always thought he looked like a wrestler. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of hyped to see this and see how it plays out and see where he goes with it, too. So I was hyped from the first trailer I seen, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like I've been hearing about the show for such a long time because obviously Stephen Amell lifelong wrestling fan. I know he like he went to what WrestleMania six and then he obviously started working with uh, Cody Rhodes and, and AEW. He had the SummerSlam appearance, um, which I actually saw that live. Now that I think about it, I was in Brooklyn. So I actually saw Stephen Amell wrestle live. Um, <laughs> but he's always been a wrestling fan. Obviously, he even had like Cody on his show on Green Arrow. I used to watch Green Arrow. So I'm familiar with Stephen Amell's work. I've seen every episode of Arrow. I saw him in a couple other things. I know he was in what the Ninja Turtle movie. He played Casey Jones. Yep. yep. So so when I knew that it was him working on this, I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty cool because this this is a guy that actually has wrestled. He you know he takes it seriously. Yeah. And um the one story that I remember about this when they were filming it was that on the first episode he he broke his back. And um I'll actually point out which scene it is because I, I went back and, and read the article to see exactly where it was and it's actually in this episode that this oh. happened. So obviously this guy What's I had no this? idea yeah. about that, you know, and uh, yeah, of course, I'm a big fan of Arrow, too, um, even when he was having Cody on there as a guest villain, you know, so that was kind of cool. And I knew with having Stephen Amell doing the show, he wasn't going to let it get hokey because he respects the business. So, of course, once I seen that he was the star of the show, yeah, I already knew I was going to be into it. So exactly. And, and the way that I, I watch trailers now and I do the same thing with movies is like I'll watch a trailer and then I don't know if it's like some button I have in my head, like some reset button, but I forget everything by the time I watch the show or the movie, which I absolutely love because I honestly hate trailers. I just sometimes have to watch them um, when I'm in the movie theater. I tend to just go on my phone because I don't like to be spoiled. I like to see a movie or a show just with no information. So I kind of mm-hmm. went into this, even though I saw the trailer. All I knew was it's wrestling based and I think these guys are brothers. That's the only thing I really knew about it. Um, but I didn't know where it was based, who else was going to be in it, you know, the characters, names and everything. So I was you know, pretty surprised with a lot of the stuff that um, we saw here. Um, so when when did you watch this? You watched this on Stars, I'm guessing, or Alternative yep, Means? Stars. Okay. Yep. Watch it on Stars. Um, watch it twice. Watch it last night. Uh, finished up this morning. You know, well, Watch it again this morning. It was pretty like I had to see it again because, you know, it was a lot of stuff you had to catch in that first episode. A lot of people who just surprisingly popped up. So it's going to be fun to watch these next, what, eight episodes we got? Yeah, there's eight, eight episodes in total, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so obviously, if there's more to this show and, and there's success to this Turning Heels podcast, um, we'll definitely continue it further. But hey, we're here to talk about everything because, you know, there's a lot of things happening. I know Wu-Tang season two is coming back to Hulu. So once that comes on, I'm sure we can discuss that. And uh, anything else that um, interests our our um, you know, our entertainment minds. Um, but the, the good thing about stars is, and if anybody you know has stars and they don't realize this, but you don't have to wait till what is it, 8 p.m. on Sunday nights when it officially airs. They put mm-hmm. it on demand like right away. I know the, the same thing when Power used to air; they would just put the shows like right away on demand. So I know this was up like Sunday morning. Um, I even know some people like I guess we're able to get this on Saturday, depending on what time zone they're in. Um, talking to you, Dickie Bird in Australia, who gets things early because <laughs> they, they they live in the past. Or yeah, the actually, future, I, I, guess. I watch um, on Stars now. They have a show, Raising Canaan, which is the Power um, Pi- the third uh, book to prequel, Power. right? Yeah, yeah. So I actually watched uh, Raising Canaan. Then as soon as that went off, I'm like, oh, he was already up. So I just fit, watched Hills as soon as that got done. So nice. Cool. Uh-huh. If you want to watch it at 12, it's up at 12. That's perfect. I love things like that. The fact that, you know, you can just watch it whenever you want. And it's not like you have to be at home at eight o'clock to watch it. You know, those days are kind mm-hmm. of a kind of a gone beyond us. Um, but yeah, the show itself, like I was pretty hyped going into it. Um, like I said, I didn't know what it was about, but um, 
I feel like the first note I have to say is this show, I guess, is made for people not. I mean, it's made for people like us, obviously, because we love wrestling. But I think it's also made for people that don't know about wrestling because they pretty much start the show right away. That says in the world of professional wrestling, the heroes are known as faces. The villains are known as heels. Yep. Some people might not even know what a heel is, even though it's in the lyrics of um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> says, <laughs> you know, you're, you're a heel. That's the first time I think I heard you're, the word you're heel. You're a one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You really are a heel. That's the first yeah. time I, I heard that term. And I think, you know, when I was young watching wrestling, I don't know what a baby facing heel was. I didn't find out till later on in my life. So I'm like, oh, shit. Heel is an actual real word that um, people don't really use, I guess, in, in everyday in everyday um, vocabulary, but maybe they should. You know, I'm gonna start calling people heels and see what. Yeah, they I say. guess this is some old timey like insult. You know, like oh yeah. that that heel Johnny down the street. They're like what? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 an asshole. And look at that baby face white meat or whatever the hell the face right. to say back then. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're gonna start the show here, and this is what I was talking about because the first scene that we see is Jack Spade, who's played by Stephen Amell. He is writing notes for this match that he's doing, and the first thing he says that he types down is coast to coast. And we see the coast to coast wrestling move. This is the move that he broke his back in. Um, he, he fractured his T10, his L1. And uh, he was out for like a week after this. Um, I'm surprised he even continued and he didn't have a stunt double, but obviously he wanted to do everything authentic. Yeah. They don't show the landing. So, you mm. know, <laughs> I noticed that when yeah. you said that they don't, they never show him land. They show him extend for the drop kick and they never show him land. So I'm pretty sure it was ugly. Yeah, well, he said that he did it and he didn't like how it looked. So he went ahead and tried it again. And that's when mm-hmm. he got injured. Um, so he's writing notes here, you know, coast to coast, chokeslam. He's pretty much, you know, writing the notes for the match. And then we we go to the, the match itself and it's Duffy, Georgia, the Duffy Wrestling League or DFL, as they call it. And we see Jack Spade, who's the champion, I guess, of DFL, uh, DWL. Sorry, I don't know if he's a what, heavyweight champion, whatever weight classes they have, but he's yeah. fighting the baby face known as Big Jim, a.k.a. the freak from the creek. And we see your usual wrestling um, things where Jack Spade kind of like looks at the camera, the hard camera, make sure they, they they see his move and he hits his finishing move. What was his finishing move? Like kind of like an inverted DDT. It was yeah, kind of like a reverse DDT almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's obviously playing the heel here, so he gets the pin and then he throws the referee, who's actually played by independent wrestler PJ Hawks, who's the son of Luke Hawks, who I think did a lot of um, wrestling coordination on this show. So it's pretty cool to see his, his son get a spot on here. I've been seeing them recently in NWA. Uh, so he gets the referee and he throws him into the cameraman ringside, and then he does your your typical heel promo where he addresses the crowd. He says, uh, you know, even though this is my hometown of Duffy, Georgia, this place makes me sick. Um, you thought I was going to lose to Big Jim. You're dumber than you look. And that's saying something. And then the lights go out. The generic rock music plays. And it's <laughs> a spade who comes out. Uh, and we quickly find out that obviously these guys are brothers. You got Jack Spade and a spade. What do you what do you think of these names? Are they too generic for you? You know what? Um I didn't think I was going to say this on this podcast. My whole life, I've been playing WWE video games, and I've been making this same set of creative characters all my life. Okay. I had a character named Alex Spade. So this is not out of the box for me. (laughs) This is almost like I had a premonition. You know, this is like, kind of like <laughs> my characters came come to life, come so, to yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we later find out that their dad was had the nickname uh, of King Spade. So obviously his whole thing was, you know, Jack Spade, a Spade. I don't know if we're going to get a Queen Spade. Maybe we'll find out later on. Um, but obviously, you know, Ace is the, the, the baby face. And how would you describe him? He looks kind of like um, a young edge, right? Yeah, kind of like young edge, um, kind of going for the uh, stringy hair kind of rocker look. You know, he looks like late 80s wrestler to me, you know. 
Right. And Stephen Amell is more of kind of like your your typical heel. You know, he's got the, the short trunks and just yeah. kind of like, you know, no he's aces no. and eights. Stephen Amell. Yeah, he had. I, I You know, what? I said that later on because he had like a, a vest on like, typical like aces and eights vest. I was yeah, like, like, look at that. Shit. Yeah, he looks dope, though. And Ace Fan is played by Alexander Ludwig. I'm not too familiar with him, but I'm pretty sure he was on Vikings for a while. I think that's where he was. Yeah, like he most played well-known. in. Um, if you haven't seen the new Bad Boys for Life. OK. Yeah, he was the big brooding guy in that movie. So, yeah. Gotcha. So Jack is obviously getting a big, I'm sorry, Ace is getting a big reaction here. I'm going to probably mess up these names because Jack and Ace, like it's so <laughs> like easy to like shuffle these names together. Kind of generic. Yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> so he's like making out with his valet uh, known as Crystal. We'll get into Crystal later on. And he cuts a promo on his uh, big brother, Jack. We find out this is his brother and says that uh, let's settle this tonight because you disrespected my, my best friend, um, big Jim here. And uh, you disrespected my people and you insulted uh this this whole federation here and you're wearing my mm-hmm. belt so jack starts walking away and ace says daddy would be ashamed of you and uh jack does like the usual uh heel thing where he's like you fans you want to see me wrestle him yeah you want to see me wrestle him and they're like yeah yeah and he goes all right next week you'll see me wrestle <laughs> in the main event and the crowd boos um and this is my funny the the best line of the the show to me because it, it seemed like a like it was a screw up, like a, a script to screw up in the show, obviously, but a screw up in the actual real life where Ace says, um, uh, you know, any, uh, well, first Jack says, I'll wrestle you here next week in the main event. So then Ace, the baby face says anytime, any place. And Jack is like, I just told you the time of the place. Stupid. <laughs> the best line of any <laughs> promo that was going on. So Ace, the baby face here, who has tons of children cheering for him. His comeback line is fuck you. And the whole crowd erupts here. And uh, <laughs> this is just hilarious. I love this part. The fact that, like, the baby face messed, you know, he he messed up the line and said, um, you know, anytime, any place after the heel literally just said the time and the place. I guess that, like, warranted the F-bomb. Like, yeah, I know I messed up, but fuck you, you know? So then the heel, the second he goes through the curtains, he transforms into Cody Rhodes because he's over here and he's talking to all the wrestlers and he's talking about the money that's that's being saved and how everything is breaking. Uh, the mics are breaking. The cameras are breaking. The fog machines are, are breaking. And he has this obsession. And I, I noticed this all throughout this episode is he's obsessed with like making the show look good, like whether it be like upgrading the fog machines, upgrading uh, the cameras, the GoPros, like almost every scene he's in, he's like testing out a camera or shopping for cameras like he's just obsessed we're making the show look good and it's kind of ironic because when they show the actual footage of this match on youtube it looks really good because obviously they're using the footage that was shown on stars so it's kind of like contradicted it doesn't look as bad as he's playing it out to me um so we see ace come back here and he's still making out with crystal and then jack gets mad at him saying you know why would you curse out there there's kids you need to stick to the script so obviously we get this this persona from from jack that he's like very business and he's very you know stick to the script here and then ace you know the cocky baby face here says well listen to the crowd they're still chanting my name and i feel this is like the first instance here where we figure out that the baby face is really the heel here and the heel is the baby face isn't that the overall feel that you got from this show oh yeah definitely especially like toward the later scenes of the show oh. this episode you definitely see that the, the real baby face is playing the heel. Definitely. Yeah. And it makes me like, it makes you wonder like how much of this can actually be like seen in real life. Like, obviously you have like, I hate to keep saying like Cody Rose, but he, you know, he's right now 
the baby face when he's on TV, but I feel like sometimes, you know, he might not be the baby face behind the scenes. Who knows? I'm just saying that's just from, yeah. from you what know I, how I feel about Cody. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we see Willie Day. There's this lady here who we don't really find out who she is, but from the looks of it, I guess she's like Jack Spade's like right hand woman or maybe like assistant or well, she's she, the production manager, the production manager. OK, yeah. yep. so she comes in and the first thing she notices in the DWL dome, as they call it, is that there's a leak through it. So obviously, um. They need money. They're having a lot of financial issues here. And uh, speaking of financial issues, Jack and his wife are having a little argument because he's spending all his money on fog machines. And she's a coupon lady. She pulls out her folder of coupons and says, you should have had me shop. You know, I would have got you a better deal here. And you don't even you're too busy here ordering fog machines that you don't even hear me singing in church. And uh, they have a little, you know, a little disagreement here. Um, and then she's like saying how they got to save money and maybe they can actually go to the movies for once instead of renting from uh, Redbox. Um, <laughs> you rent from Redbox? I haven't rented from Redbox in a yeah, long time. I still in a, uh, well, I haven't. St- I paid for full price for those movies that I still have from Redbox. Trust me. Hey, I still have movies that I rented from my local library from 20 years ago that I never returned back. <laughs> the library was the, the best have, thing. Yeah. It's like you could rent movies from a library and not pay for them. When I found out about that, I was the first one to sign up for a library card. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so. Jack, he says, okay, fine. I'll go see you guys at the church. I'll come. You know, he, he's more of a, you know, he's always home. He's always writing. He's like B. He's like freaking writing notes for wrestling all day long instead of going to church. Uh, <laughs> but he eventually, he does budge and he goes to church with his wife and their son. Their son, by the way, is a huge mark for his uncle, Ace, oh, yeah. throughout the show. So they get to the church and we see Jack's mom. And the first thing she says is, where's Ace? So obviously it's like, geez, like you can tell Jack isn't like the best liked son from anybody because she's already asking about the other son kind of tough on jack isn't it like he, he's got the pressures of business on his head and it's like his mom doesn't really support him that much but i i'll save that judgment for later on because I, yeah, I it's not a fair assessment yeah i'm not sure if we're gonna like find out later on but like how exactly he got it but it looks like the company was handed down from his father to him yeah. so again another like cody dusty type of uh thing here where it's like you know taking over the wrestling business under your dad's uh your dad's history uh so everybody's asking where is ace where is ace and we cut the ace who is outside pissing on a tree um he didn't want to piss inside because that would be disrespectful to the church so he literally pisses outside the church as he chucks a beer bottle onto the church lawn yeah what a baby (laughs) face what a baby face but don't worry guys this baby face gets a lot better later on so then we see jack's son um he gets all excited he sees his uncle um and then Jack isn't happy about this. And then we see a little bit more footage outside. Uh, Jack is missing, by the way. We don't see him at this point. And they were like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? And uh, his wife has to explain, this is kayfabe. He doesn't, he can't be seen with the guy he's wrestling. He can't be seen with the baby face. He's protected the business. And this is like the little, I guess, part where it's like the non-wrestling fans have to like get it spelled out for them. It's like, what is kayfabe? Kayfabe <laughs> is, you know, and then she says the, you know, the dreaded line. Isn't all this fake anyway? And of course, don't say the F word. It's like, you know, how many, like to this day, people, do people still stop you and say, oh, you watch wrestling? You know, that's fake, right? Like they expect us to say, oh, what? Like, they yeah, don't, I can't. Oh my God. You, you know, it's fake, right? No, I have no idea. No, nope, never knew it. My always come back. My, my always come back line is, hey, uh, you, ever, you ever see those like Marvel movies in the theaters? Oh yeah, I love the Avengers. I'm like, you know, it's fake, right? Like it's entertainment. It's like the <laughs> same way. Like we know this is fake, but we know it's entertaining. At the same time, this is like, a sport in a way because these guys are you know i'm not gonna get into all this but basically they do this in, in, in the show uh just to kind of like i guess prep 
these non-wrestling fans on these terms like kayfabe, which by the way is the name of the episode, kayfabe. Yep. So we go into the ring. We see a couple wrestlers training here. Uh, we see Rooster Robbins, who's played by Alan Maldonado. Um, it's really, I guess, like high flyer, flamboyant guy who kind of has a, a rooster cape when he wrestles. We have uh, Apocalypse, who's uh, played by the aforementioned James Harrison. Uh, Bobby Penn, who I guess is like this new guy that they signed that's not too familiar with the business. And uh, we see Crystal, the, the valet that was accompanying um, Ace early on. She's kind of like watching from afar. So we get this idea that maybe she wants to be a wrestler, but she doesn't get the opportunity to. So we go into the actual ring itself and the uh, rooster hits a moonsault on Bobby Penn and Bobby Penn just starts laughing. And rooster is like, what are you doing? You need to sell it. And he kind of informs him that this is how wrestling works. You got to pretend like you're hurt. So then he's like, okay, try a uh, flying elbow drop to me. So Bobby hits the elbow drop, but he legit hurts him. And Bobby's like, Oh wow, you're really selling it. He's like, no asshole. Like you really hurt me. And crystal is like, Oh, you did it wrong. You let your weight come down on your elbow. So obviously crystal knows her shit. Yeah. She seems like she's like a, just a big mark. And she's trying to get her way into the biz through uh, Ace. But hopefully that's not the case. She seems like she has her best uh, uh, Ace's best interest at heart. So, yeah, that's like I guess like the B storyline is Crystal is obviously not given the opportunities. I'm not sure what year this to take place in, but by like the way that things are, it feels like this is like late 80s, early 90s, just by like yeah. the way that they act. But it doesn't look like it. But they definitely yeah. have the, the wrestling tropes from that era. Yeah, because Crystal's not welcome. No, oh, at all. <laughs> especially by Willie Day. And we'll get into what she does later. But we see Willie Day. She's uh she's watching a promo for Florida Wrestling Dystopia. Um oh and yeah, FWD. And they have the likes of Raven, Samoa Joe, and Abyss. I couldn't believe it. So maybe this takes place in like 2005. The Shadow uh, Rhino was in there too. There was Rhino as well. So Rhino obviously was in the back too, yeah. They're obviously using old um impact footage, which I was like surprised by this like old tna that they were using here and they didn't like try to disguise it at all they just had like the the florida wrestling dystopia logo on top of it while they were showing like all these like bloody death matches and we see this promo for this guy called charlie gully and he's like you know your your typical wrestling promoter he's like fuck those uh, dwl guys you know if you come to us and never go to them we'll give you half price off the tickets and all this stuff yeah that was his promotion so it was you you couldn't step foot back into dwl's arena and you get half price tickets forever now how how (laughs) do you how do you like even commit to that like how i was like okay i'll never step a foot in there and how do you gonna know i'm not going to go see um Samoa Joe versus Abyss. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm not going back to DWL. <laughs> Imagine Vince McMahon is like, don't go to AW, you get free tickets to WrestleMania. It's like, hey shit. Yeah, sure. I might do that. Yeah. Um, so this guy, what did you think of like the whole like them using TNA footage? Like that was pretty like were you throwing off by that as much as I was? It was kind of weird, but if we see more TNA footage when they show uh DWL, I wouldn't have a I mean not DWL, but um yeah yeah if they show those guys again and they use more tna footage i won't have a problem with it it's fine just keep using old matter of fact just call jeff jarrett (laughs) (laughs) jeff jarrett he'll he'll definitely do this for sure oh yeah he'll do it for free so willie day's all upset and she goes into uh jack's office and she's like oh this charlie guy you know he's really you know he's trying to take our fans away he has more money than us and jack hates him compares him to vince mcmahon <laughs> he says this guy thinks he's vince mcmahon <laughs> with his blood and his car crash wrestling so 
it, maybe this is supposed to be like, you know, like TNA era wrestling. Um, but obviously it seems like Charlie Day has a lot of money because Willie is scared that she's going to, that they're going to lose these wrestlers they have here. Unless they don't start paying them. Right. They might uh, head over to the dystopia wrestling here. And uh, of course, Jack goes right to his, like <laughs> his thing where he's like, we need better cameras. We have to upgrade cameras. Like this guy really wants better cameras. Like, I don't yeah. know if you knew it by now, but he definitely wants it. It's like, he's almost focusing on uh, more exposure. It's like because he was he was mentioning in the beginning when he was talking to Willie, he said uh, my dad didn't really want to grow and he didn't show anything new. So maybe his growth is just putting more cameras in the arena. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because even points out the fact that his the match from last night had like all these hits on YouTube. So obviously he's trying to get, you know, be better for the promotion itself. Mm -hmm. We go to this store where we see a spade and his uh, best friend, Big Jim, and they're shopping in the store and uh, they're doing some real heel stuff like. um, Ace brings up the fact that he was sleeping with some other girl that wasn't Crystal, and he's like, I don't care about Crystal. And then he's telling Jim to pay everything, and then he goes to, like, steal a pack of gum. But this is, like, the... This is, this is a heel turn. This is the heel turn on the show, oh, for man. sure. Because as he's stealing the gum, the clerk stops him and says, hey, you know, Ace, put that back. You know, you've been stealing here for the longest time, and the only reason I never called the cops on you is because your family was nice to me. Uh, and then, you know, he's like, alright, fine, here's the gum, and he goes to leave, and for whatever reason, the clerk says your dad would be ashamed. And this is when Ace comes in, tells the story about <laughs> how oh, when they were younger, their family, the Cooper family, used to come over to the Spades family. And uh, all she did as a young girl was eat and talk. And she used to talk about this puppy dog. And then this puppy dog got lost. And the father, Tom Spades, said that it was probably for the best as little Helen Cooper would probably have eaten the dog anyway. And Tom and Ace laughed about it. And this brings her to tears automatically. Even the friend Big Jim is looking at him like, yo, why the fuck did you say that? As as uh, Ace just walks away. And this was, holy shit. Like, what a heel turn. Blooded savagery from Ace. Oh, like, if you, didn't know, if you didn't know he was the bad guy after this promo, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this was, I couldn't believe this. I, I, I didn't expect this at all. I came out of left field. Yeah, the I'm girl's like, instantly in tears. And I like how they're, they're showing us how Jim is almost Ace's moral compass. And he's like, Keeping Ace kind of square, but Ace is just loose cannon. He doesn't give a shit about anything. Right? He's yeah, obviously, and, you know. Yeah, obviously, he's younger. He's like kind of like a don't give a fuck attitude. He he yeah. he he he's a little delusional in a way. Like he thinks he's a good guy. There's even some lines later on where he's like, "I am the good guy. I'm trying to be good." Like he thinks that he's the character that is on TV, but he's definitely not acting like it. Oh, not at all. So we see a quick moment here where Jack is still writing notes for the match, and he actually gets a phone call from Mister Cooper. So, uh oh. It looks like he uh, got the information about what his brother did. Yep. We go to the locker room and we see a couple of the wrestlers talking, including uh, this one wrestler who really reminds me of Brandon from New Jersey. I know he's going to hate me for saying this if he's listened to it, but he <laughs> he, had, he looked just like him with the face and the beard and everything. And he says that uh, he used to go by the name The Venice Menace since nobody wanted to cheer for a Cuban. And he looked kind of Italian. And the other guy's like, yeah, you don't look Italian at all. But then he got put under a mask as the Mexican luchador Diego Cottonmouth. And the fans boo him because he tells them that he's here legally. Again, I don't know when this is supposed to take place, in, but Jesus Christ, the stereotypes. I don't know where Duffy, Georgia is, but if, if it works, go yeah. right ahead, I guess. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if they're still wrestling like this down down south in Georgia, but um, I like Diego Cottonmouth. He's already like one of my favorite wrestlers just because yeah, he's, dope already. he's the character that he is. Um, 
And then we see Crystal who's here and she's trying to lose the locker room. And uh, Willie, who like picks on her the whole episode, Willie's like, you can't use the locker room. You're not a wrestler. Get the fuck out of here. So Crystal mm-hmm. leaves. Uh, we see Jack that's kind of going over the results for tonight. He's going over the matches. He says Rooster's going to pin Bobby Penn. Apocalypse is going to pin Diego. Uh, the Goblin Boys are going to destroy destroy Rude Rudy. And uh, Apocalypse and Big Jim are going to be the last two in the Battle Royal. And then Big Jim is going to get the win and the big spotlight tonight. And then, like, he kind of has a throwaway line. He's like, hey, I'm going to be ace by pinfall. Like, <laughs> like really quick. Like, without, like, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Because to this point, like everybody expects Ace to be the champion because he's like really over with the fans. Like everybody's coming to see him. They're selling out shows because of him. But Jack thinks that his little brother's not ready. You get the same idea, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, The more I look around and see everybody's faces when he said that finish and they're like, what the fuck? And everybody like even Willie's looking at Jack like, what are you doing? And we can understand that now because that happens right now in wrestling. So yeah. This is the more topical storyline they can go with. I like it. So right away, Ace and Jack, they go outside, they start arguing. And um, Jack is saying, you know, this is how you keep the interest. This is how you keep it interested. You know, you got to you got to lose in your hometown. The baby face always uses. <laughs> that's how you get heat. Right. And uh, if, they, if they see their hero lose to the villain and they watch him fight back, that's something. Uh, and then he kind of throws in the line that, you know, maybe you should have done that to Helen Cooper. And Ace is like, oh, really? That's why you got me losing tonight? Because I, I dissed Helen Cooper. But obviously, there's more to that. Like, Jack just feels like his brother isn't ready. And he has more plans before making him the champion. So Ace is still upset. And he goes back into the locker room. And Crystal, who, like, knows her shit. She's, like, breaking down the whole match. She's, like, saying what's going to happen. And how Ace, how uh, Jack is going to win with an inside cradle. And Ace is like, really? Out of all finishes? That's how you're going to win an inside cradle? Uh, so he's obviously upset about that. And, uh. You know, what happens when you get upset? You just have a random sex scene. So then, <laughs> yeah, just, just toss a sex scene in there. Well, we, we find out here that Crystal pretty much has been looking looking up uh, the Spade Brothers her entire life. And she's been coming to wrestling shows. She's a little kid and has inspired her to become a wrestler. You know, she's, she watched him play football. She watched him wrestle. And, you know, she wants to get in the ring and wrestle as a result. And uh, Ace is like, yeah, whatever. Just take off your clothes and have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much is what happened. So. So I have a really hard breathing session right here. <laughs> yeah, day. like I'm just you know, Ace is just a freaking scumbag. He doesn't even care what the hell she's saying. Like she's like literally like spilling her guts to him, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, let's just have sex. Don't worry, there's nobody here." But there is somebody here because we see a uh, Diego Cottonmouth who just coming out of the bathroom, and he's like, "Sorry guys, uh, just let me know when you're done so I can take not a looking, shit." Not looking. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to another quick scene where again Jack obsessed with his cameras. He's like on some bridge somewhere with his brand new GoPros, and he's just taking videos. And um, pretty cool moment here as he's driving away. He's like, he's at the stoplight and he sees like two kids and they make eye contact with him. And they're like, oh, that's Jack Spade. And they run away. And Jack is oh, like, cool. yeah, fuck yeah. Like, they're still scared yeah. of the heel. You know what I mean? That's like, the you coolest know, shit. That, ta- that small town shit is really cool. Like, even the Cooper dad calling Jack and telling him like, hey, your fucking brother's out here tripping. man." Mm-hmm. But that's that's small town stuff. You cannot be a heel on the streets and then bring it in. But Jack can be a heel on the streets all day because kids run from him. That's the coolest shit I've seen. Absolutely. He's he's straight up old school with it, like everything oh, yeah. that he does and says. So Jack drives back to the DWL dome and he sees a character known as Wild Bill Hancock, played by Chris Bauer. I know him from True Blood. He was like the detective on True Blood. Okay. Uh, he also was on The Wire. He's been on a bunch of shows. He's a you know pretty popular actor. But he's like this stereotypical, I guess, uh, old school wrestler. And he's telling the boys stories about his wrestling days. And he's like, I'll buy you guys all barbecue and everything. And uh, we find out that Wild Bill is the former rival of Tom Spade, the dad. Uh, but now he works for the big guys up north. 
Ah, that suits up north, huh? Yeah, so obviously this guy is uh, working for Vince McMahon, and he's here to scout Ace uh, Ace Spade and send him to developmental. So it's obvious that Ace Spade didn't get the uh, the memo about NXT. <laughs> it's, I don't know if he wants to head over there. I don't know if he wants to answer that phone call, right? <laughs> but then again, you know, Ace Spade, he's pretty young. You know, he's he's pretty tall. So maybe he'll... How do you think Ace Spade would, would, uh, would be in the NXT? I mean, he's six foot four, you know, so what, about 20 something. He's fine. He'll, he'll have the North American title in like three months. <laughs> so, so, so Wild Bill, like I said, you're stereotypical. He kind of has like a little bit of Ric Flair in him. He's talking about like, you know, he's like Learjet riding and he's, he's wearing the snake skin boots and all that. He has a cowboy hat. So he's obviously like your, you know, your old down south slash uh, up north Ric Flair type. Dude, type so of a- I don't know if you noticed, but triple cowboy collar. Ooh. He had on a triple cowboy collar with WBH <laughs> on the Wild on the Bill collar. Hancock. Okay. Oh my God. So dope. Can we get BDE cowboy collars? Hey, if anybody right. wants it, you know, all you gotta do is ask. It's out in the open. We, we'll get it. <laughs> but obviously, this is a great character. I already loved him. He's like, like your stereotypical guy. Um, and he's like taking a shot at uh Jack. He's like, because because the thing is, Jack is upset at him because I guess after his feud with his dad. He just left the company. He just went up north. He's, you know, got the big bucks. You know, he wanted to be on WrestleMania. He wanted to fight, you know, Macho Man and Ricky Steamboat and all those guys back then. So, so Jack still holds a grudge at him for not supporting the company and coming back. And obviously, the only reason you're coming back now is to steal our town away. So, a lot of uh, parallels here to uh, real wrestling. And, um, Wild Bill takes a shot at him. He's like, wouldn't you guys just have a show at a buffet last week? Like, you know, and Jack is like, get the fuck out of here. He's mad at him. He's like, you're not going <laughs> to sign my brother. You're not going to take him away. So, as he sits down, he hears like some commotion outside and it's wild bill meets ace and he's like hey you're coming to nxc like he just like tells him <laughs> right then and there that he's like that he's there to scout him so we he go literally to- tells the whole town because everybody's out there <laughs> like, yeah everybody's just excited like, hey, about just it tell everybody so then we see like i guess ace is trying to to change the finish or pitch the finish a new finish to jack and willie and everybody else and he's like you know I don't, you know, your finish is okay, but we should do something where, you know, I hit you with a super kick. You get up, I hit you with another super kick. He's like talking about the super kicks after super kicks. Oh, and then he's like, uh, you get up, you know, you you hug me because we're brothers. And then I hit you with a super kick and I pin you for the one and I get the title. So everybody's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And Jack is like, no, that's not a great idea. You shouldn't be champion. Like, simple <laughs> as that. Like, you're not going to win. Um, and then Jack says, you have to earn the title like everybody else. So obviously he wants, he thinks his brother hasn't paid the dues and he wants him to pay the dues. It seems like even Jim didn't want him to have the belt. Like he knew he wasn't ready. Yeah, Jim is like like he even though he's like Ace's best friend, he still like knows what's right and wrong. Like he doesn't yep. straight up tell him, but he knows exactly like what the right thing to do is. So right. we go to a shot of uh, Jack's notes on his laptop for the match and it says half hour match Ace super kicks Jack, but instead of pinning him, Ace trots around the ring, play into the crowd, and then when F- Ace finally goes for the pin, Jack hits the inside cradle for the three count. So pretty simple notes here, but he goes and just erases all of them. So obviously, this is not the finish that he wants to go for tonight. Oh, you think see that? Do you think wrestlers? <laughs> you think wrestlers actually do this? You think they actually like write like a a paragraph notes on the match, or do they kind of just kind of tell each other what it is? I don't. Did Chris Jericho do something like that, or did he like just write down every match he ever had or something? Yeah, he wrote down every match he ever had. He has a book. Macho Man did it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Macho Man wrote down every match and the finish and everything too. So I remember hearing a story. I don't know if it was it was Shawn Michaels and somebody else. I don't know who it was. Kurt Angle or somebody where they all like kind of like wrote the half of the match. Like Shawn Michaels would write the first half, and then somebody wrote the second half on a paper, and they just kind of combine them, and there's your finish. So yeah, maybe they, maybe dope, they still yeah. do it. So we go to 
Wild Bill, who's back there with Ace, and you know, he just randomly just gives him some oxy. He's like, Here you go, this will make you feel better. <laughs> full, so, full prescription bottle, just full oxy. Here you so, go. So, just to, to, to list it here, so the baby face here, Ace Spade, is cheating on his girlfriend. Uh, he's stealing from a store, mm-hmm. he's uh, fat shaming this poor girl, and now he's doing drugs. So, yeah, yeah. so this guy's a uh, yeah, what a baby face. And then uh, while Bill is obviously trying to like plant evil thoughts into his head, he's like, oh, who's that chick that you have with her? He's like, oh, that's just my valet. He's like, yeah, you need somebody uh, taller and better looking, basically, is what he tells her. Oh, he's like, man, he just rebooks her quick, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, yeah, get rid of her. We'll get you somebody better. We'll get you like a Stacey Keebler or somebody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then he goes into this whole thing about like the Bible and Cain and Abel. And he's like, don't listen to your brother. He's just trying to hold you down. He's onto this biblical stuff. And right. Ace is like, there's a pretty, uh, pretty cool line here. He's like, you know a lot about the Bible. And while Bill's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I was in jail for eight for 17 years for, you know, for going against the Bible. So pretty much like this guy's obviously served a lot of jail time. Oh, and he, yeah. he hands Ace like this two by four that I guess has some sort of significance to his dad. Like, I you know his, his King Spade is on it. And he goes to this thing. Oh, oh, your dad loved this shit. That's why you, your names are Ace and Jack. So I'm, I'm guessing the real names are actually Ace and Jack. Like, that's what I, I got so out of this. Because <laughs> their last name is Spade. So I, I really do think that's their names. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, Ace and Jack, I guess those are pretty simple names. So then, like, Ace kind of like, he kind of fights back a little bit. He's like, you know, I love my brother. You know, he picked me up once from, from school. This He tries to go into this whole story. And then Wild Bill just like says, you know, cut that shit out. You know, you're in charge now. You do what you want to do. So Ace is like, he puts his foot down. He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to go sign autographs now. Like, that's, <laughs> like yeah, I'm not going to go make any money because I'm going to show my brother. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> It's like, first of all, like, that's a heel thing. Like, why would you not want to go sign autographs? How's that like telling your brother? You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> we go to backwards. we go to Jack, who's a climbing, I guess, what is like water tower or something. And he sees yep. a big gym on the top. And uh, he's like, oh, I've been looking all over for you. What are you doing over here? And then he tells a story about how when he was younger, he like sneaked out to go watch WCW. So well, WCW reference here. And he's like, I saw this match where it was Sting fighting Ric Flair for the championship. And uh, Sting you know, came on top and won the match. But the first thing he said on the microphone was how Ric Flair was like the best wrestler he's ever wrestled. So I think this is like Great American Bash 1990 he was talking about. I think it's an actual event that he was referencing here. Yeah, I um, didn't even look up the match. I should have. Pretty sure it was Great American Bash. I think I remember seeing this event. So he goes to this whole spiel and Big Jim is like, so basically what you're telling me is that you want me to turn heel tonight. Uh, and and Jack is like, yeah, you know, I want you to come out during the main event. Uh, I want you to attack my brother Ace. And then me being the brother, I kind of stand up for him and, uh, you know, ask you what the hell you're doing. And this causes a double turn. Then Jim is kind of like, I don't I don't really like to do this. You know, I'm a good guy. I like to walk around as a good guy. I don't want people mm-hmm. booing me. And then, you know, Jack is like, come on, do it, do it. And Big Jim is like, all right, listen, I'm retiring. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm going to have a baby tonight. Well, not tonight. I'm going to have a baby uh, being born soon. And, uh, you know, my wife doesn't want me to do this. She doesn't understand this shit. You know, she wants me to get a real job and be a real human being. And, uh, you know, Jack being old school, he's like, I don't understand it, but okay, fine. I, you know, whatever you want to do. And Big Jim is like, if you want me to still turn heel tonight, I'll do it. And Jack is like, no, that's all right. That's fine. So obviously this is like, I don't know if this is going to be a, a an ongoing storyline or if we're just not going to see Big Jim anymore. But it seemed mm-hmm. like he just didn't. You know, his wife from the get go when she was like, I don't understand this wrestling stuff. I don't know how. I mean, she he was like so over in that first match. In the first match at the beginning of the show, like he, he looks like everybody loves Jim. So I understand he's a real good guy at heart anyway. So he doesn't really want to walk around getting booed. And, you know, I, I would expect that for him because his wife doesn't understand it. And she's coming to these shows and she's looking like, what, what is this? She didn't even know what heal the cave. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I can see him retiring and, you know, trying to live that family life, but it's hard being a wrestler. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. For some reason, I feel like he's not going to retire. But the fact that we just got introduced oh, to him in the first episode, yeah. I feel first like episode, he wants to retire. May- maybe Wild Bill's going to throw him some money and uh, send him over to NXT as well. Ah. So we go into the uh, the DWL locker room and we uh, office and we see Jack and Ace and they're getting into this big argument. Um, and Jack is mad at Ace for leaving. And Ace says that you would do the same thing. And Jack is like, no, I wouldn't. You know, this is my company. You know, you should be on the wall like me and dad. And uh, he's like, whatever, go to NXT. And then, uh, you know, uh, and you'll come. And, and Ace is like, you know, I'll come back. And, and Jack says it's no, like, yeah, you'll come back in a, in a body bag or a casket or whatever. So, like, we don't really know what happened to the dad at this point. But we're kind of, like, gets put in two and two together. Obviously, the dad is dead, but we don't know mm-hmm. what happened to him. Um, but, you know, just throwing hints at it. And then Ace brings up the fact that, hey, Jack, maybe you're mad because your son cheers for me instead of you. So it's like, ooh. And maybe there's some truth to this because, you know, Jack is wants to be a baby face, obviously. He, he wants to do the heel turn. I mean, the face turn. So maybe maybe that is getting him upset. It could be. But I still think Ace is just a star. I mean, his son is going to be Ace's number one fan regardless. There's nothing he can do about it. Even when Ace leaves, he's going to be Ace's number one fan. <laughs> so if he wants to turn, it'll be cool for them to turn Jack uh, face right before Ace leaves. He's going to leave, inevitably. Yeah, I'm sure that the son's going to be like, yeah, dad, I don't even want to watch this anymore. Can we get NXT? Like, I want to see, I want to see Uncle Ace. I want to see <laughs> Uncle <A-W-R? laughs> I want to see Uncle Ace against Darby Allen. Like, what's going on? I don't want to watch you anymore. <laughs> So we go back into the locker room and a funny moment here. Diego Cottonmouth is telling the other wrestlers, hey, can you guys guess what kind of snake I am? And they're like, uh, Cobra, uh, Python, uh, Rattlesnake. And he's like, no, I'm a Cottonmouth. You know, of course, you know, you're you know, trying to make wrestlers look stupid as always. And uh, again, we see Crystal just kind of sneaking her way into the locker room and she's trying to put her makeup and fucking Willie Day. I don't know what her issue is. She really hates Crystal. She's like, get out of here. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Get out of here. You're, you know, you're a valet. And Crystal's like, I'm not just a valet. I'm a wrestler also, or I can wrestle also. So obviously Crystal wants to be a wrestler and she's not being allowed to be one of the boys. So I'm pretty sure she's going to have her redemption story soon. And uh, just sign some ladies. Jesus. It's not that hard. Yeah. I guess Duffy, Duffy, Georgia, they haven't reached the, um, the woman's revolution just yet. Oh no. Yeah. No, (laughs) because man hasn't been there. We go to a quick scene where we see uh, Ace out doing drugs with wild bill. I guess he's like sniffing something. I guess that's the oxy that wild bill had handed him. And, um, Ace goes to address the, uh, I'm sorry, Jack goes to address the locker room after after Willie Day is like, hey, you know, it's okay, you'll be all right, just go in there and just get the boys all amped up. So as he walks in, Wild Bill's already in there, and he's like, all right, we're gonna have a hell of a show, guys. And and Jack is like, what the fuck, like, you know, he just, he's doing my job for me. He says, Ace, you got anything else to say? I mean, he's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? This is my job. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, any last words you want to say? He's like, I'm good. Um, we go into this like wrestling montage set to uh, anyone who knows what love is really nice song here to kind of like set the mood. And we see Great a lot of cool, too. cool things here. We see a, a cameo from Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows here out of nowhere. He just kind of chilling in the locker room and then he shows up in the battle Royal later on. Big LG. I was hyped to see him selling like no one else can sell because he oh, sells yeah. great. I'm sure Every, nobody likes LG, but I like the way he sells, man. Nah, he's been around for a while. He's paid his dues. So we see a couple of the guys hitting wrestling moves. We see um everybody, you know, booing Diego, the Mexican, obviously. So they're throwing stuff at him. We see uh <laughs> Rooster. I don't think he's a wrestler, but Rooster is hitting some pretty crazy moves here. He's doing like some corkscrew spins and a whole bunch yeah. of like different things. I'm like, this guy's pretty good. Whoever trained Ooh, him. Rooster. 
Oh, for for sure. And then we see um, a little quick scene here with with Jack's wife. I think her name is Stacy, and she's like trying to. Are you okay for tonight? You look a little bit nervous. And he's like, Yeah, I'm okay. And then she like kind of points out that, Hey, how are those GoPros going? And he's like, What? And she's like, <laughs> She's like, Dude, I'm your wife. I fucking track all your credit card purchases. Like, what do you think? What do you think you're doing? I know everything that you're spending money on. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like this whole thing with the cameras. Right. And then uh, as he's leaving, she's like, So uh, what's the finish going to be? And he says, It doesn't matter. It's not real. So obviously he's uh, he's up to something. So as Ace and Jack are about to enter, we get this quick line where Crystal's like, hey, uh, Ace, uh, if you're going to leave, you're going to take me with you to NXT. I heard their women's division is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and he pretty much just like said, just ignores her. Just doesn't say anything at all. He just brushes her say off. anything to her. I was cold. Yeah, he's probably just like, dude, like, have you seen the girls they have down in, uh, in Orlando, Florida? Like, I'm not bringing you with me. <laughs> She's maying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So Jack and Ace are kind of standing by the uh, the curtain, ready to go over there. And uh, Jack is like, you know, you know what? Fuck your bell. I already won. You know, I get to leave here while you stay here forever until you kill yourself like dad. So that's the big like reveal here that their dad obviously uh, killed himself, which is another thing that unfortunately hits close to home in uh, wrestling, especially like down south, you know, WCCW oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So they get into a little scuffle and the wrestlers kind of like stop him. I think Big Big Jim is like all excited. So he's like, hey, guys, I love you guys. And he's like hugging them as they're like trying to like fight each other. So they eventually, the the, the, the match starts. They go to the ring. Uh, Jack comes out to his like generic heel music. He comes out first and then uh, Ace follows him. The big baby face reaction. Bell rings and Jack attacks him. With a German suplex and applies an arm breaker, like a shoe arm breaker. And the referee is like, yo, what are you doing? You're going to hurt him. And Jack says, well, then you need to call off the match, right? So he stops the match and uh, the Duffy screw job takes place. Oh, man. I did not expect Jack to go in there and just straight fuck Ace over with that salted earth. I did not expect <laughs> That's what it is, right? The salt of the earth. It must have been yeah, watching, was, uh, MJF matches. That was tough, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that I was. I didn't expect this at all. They gave us so much in that those five minutes. We we got the bomb show that dad committed suicide. And now you just damn near ripped your brother's arm out of socket and just blew the match. Yeah, like I know he's like the the heel, but it's like, you know, this is the big main event that they've they've been waiting for. And it ends in like 10 seconds. The entire town shut down for this match. Oh, yeah. The whole crowd got silent after this. And then Ace gets up and he's smacks the shit out of his brother Jack to the point where he like falls out of the ring Uh, the crowd boos they say we want a refund this is a ripoff they start throwing food and drinks into the ring as the show ends and Jack walks away still the champion Uh, he didn't want his brother to take the belt and go to uh, NXT with it obviously yeah Uh, great ending to that show by the way great that last 10 minutes was phenomenal like even just just that uh, montage with the the entire show card with the montage with the song over i'm not sure the song you said earlier what was it yeah i had it written down here it's like an old like 50s uh either way go it was great song. yeah anyone who knows i, I need to see is, more yep. like 50s music to wrestling montages because that was kind of fucking cool then all of the emotional drama toward the end and where do we go from here you know because bill turned around at the end of that match like huh <laughs> good luck ace so yeah, is, we is saw that though, NXT right? still? Yeah. I don't, hmm, I don't know. I feel like, like, obviously there's a lot of story to tell here, but I feel like his brother might want some sort of redemption here. And um, like, even though we got the tease of him being like a, a badass, maybe he does eventually become like a, a face in real life. Talking about Ace, because Jack, that mm-hmm. was a straight up dick move. That was a, a real life heel move. You're trying mm-hmm. to break your, your, your legit brother's arm here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but that's like an old school thing. Like, you know, we heard, we heard the story about like, 
um, Hulk Hogan. And then, you know, when he wanted to leave AWA and with Iron Sheik or whoever got Nikolai Volkov got told to break his legs, like this stuff mm-hmm. happens in wrestling. So obviously uh, he went into business on his own and was like, you know, you're not leaving here. And if you're leaving, you're going to leave with a broken fucking arm. How about that? <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's a lot of story to tell here. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to just say, fuck you, I'm leaving or I'm going to stay here until I win the title. Like legit, I'm going to win the title or I'm not leaving, you know, until that happens. And then obviously we have all these other side stories here. We have Crystal who wants to be a wrestler. I want to see her wrestle freaking Stephanie McMahon, whatever her name was, that kept kicking her out of the room. She was <laughs> pissing me the fuck off. Like, I, I feel like she wanted to smack her around a little bit. Just get, just like I said, just sign some women. Jesus, Duffy. I know it's got to be two or three girls down there in that city that wants to get in the ring. Just, just sign a couple girls. But yeah, like for- I said, great ending, though. Like, I, I'm way biting for the next episode. Yeah, they show like a, a quick teaser. I don't like I, said, I don't like to watch teasers, but I, I watched like a little bit of it and it just, yeah. you know, just seemed like all out. Like, I guess like the locker room was pissed off about this mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of like kind of have like a little little uproar about it. So obviously the, the the DWL locker room isn't too happy about what their promoter or booker did. To this, so we'll definitely see more about that. Um, I was surprised about the overall show in general. Like it's I was looking to see who was behind it. And it's created by a gentleman by the name of Michael Waldron, who's actually the writer and producer of Loki, and he's the writer of the upcoming Doctor Strange Multiverse of Badness. So obviously this wow. guy is working on some some you know really big stuff. Oh, so yeah. it's not I was for some reason I was expecting more of like the CW level, like no, you know, no diss on them, but CW is mm-hmm. CW. Like, yeah, it's it's you know, it's just TV DC isn't on the same level as like a movie, but this definitely felt like it could be like something that you would see like on the big screen if they made into an actual like full-length feature. Oh yeah. This is um this is it seems more authentic already than most wrestling um adaptations, more than more than glow. Actually, you know, even though Glow went through a whole different process, this is way more authentic to real wrestling. And um, I hope that they would stop um, like halfway through the season, stop explaining so much of the wrestling terms to us. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like they will. I feel like Stephen DeMille won't let it get to that. Won't let it get to episode seven. He's still explaining fucking terms and stuff. You know, So I think he'll cut it off soon. But yeah. Other than that, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at like the show titles, like obviously this one was called Kayfabe and the show yeah. title for next week's episode is called Dusty Finish. So obviously Dusty we Finish, as yeah. wrestling fin- uh, wrestling fans, we know what a Dusty Finish is, but the, the usual person is not. And, it, you know, if they're. If their whole thing is to try to grab the attention of non-wrestling fans, then I think they did a really good job at it. Um, yep. You know, it's filling the void that I had with with Glow, where it's like there's a lot of drama. Obviously, there's a lot of real life aspects to it, but then there's also a lot of comedy as well. Like you know, you have your funny characters, or you have your Diego Cottonmouth from New Jersey, whatever his name is. Like he, he's a funny character. <laughs> from New um, my my dream is is down the road. Like Crystal's like fuck this shit. I'm just gonna go to Glow, and then we have like. A crossover episode where it's like, you know, I'm going to go to glow and wrestle the gorgeous ladies of wrestling while you guys are over here, you know, breaking each other's arms or whatever you're doing to each other. So um, and CM Punk, he's supposed to show up in this episode on this series as well. I'm not sure if it's episode two or three or but he's definitely going to show up here. So that should be something to look forward to. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing CM Punk in this show. Uh, I want to see more. um of like indie guys or like AW guys into this show. If I was one of those guys, I'd be dying to get on this. Just to play a different character or play yourself, you know? Yeah, who would you like to see? Who from like, I mean, it's safe to say we're not going to see any WWE guys in here, but who oh, from like AEW a- or like any other wrestling you think would be a, a good a-, a good addition to this show? I like to see Sting just because he brought up Sting and Sting's available and he can act. We've seen Sting act. Um, some of those older guys, they can just come down there and give that like, you know, just bump to the show like um, Big Show, maybe. I mean, it's no Big Show show, but. big show um mark henry any of those guys cody should make an appearance yeah um 
why is AEW not helping this show? And why is AEW, why is Cody not trying to be on the show? I have no idea. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe they're just, they don't want to like spoil the whole CM Punk thing, which obviously everybody knows. But um, yeah. <laughs> maybe CM, maybe once he, maybe one of the deals is once CM Punk is there, he's going to promote the show. You know, he's going to want people to see it because that's obviously a, a good crossover. Um, yeah. But then, you know, you have your legal aspects to it. I don't know who owns stars or, you know, if Turner is even allowed to promote them, whatever the case is. But obviously they're sending the wrestlers over there. So that's a cool thing. I want to see uh, Miro. Miro will be like a, go- a good, like typical foreign wrestler to, to fight like the big baby face here. So I think Miro will do, actually do pretty good in this. Yeah. Let us book the show. I think we, we're doing pretty good booking it already. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so that's it, uh, episode one. Any final thoughts or any, any, any other predictions you have for this show going into the, the next episode? I'm predicting, I'm, I'm going to predict out, like I'm going to project into the season more, you know, I'm, I'm going to, we haven't seen any tag teams. Like they talked about tag teams, but yep. they haven't, we haven't seen any. I'm going to predict uh, Ace and Jack teaming up. Ooh. You know, maybe like season finale or something like that. You know, so I'm just nice. those two teaming up. Yeah. So as I'm looking at the upcoming cast, I see that CM Punk is playing a character named Ricky Rabies. I guess that's, that's his name. <laughs> and he has a, a valet by the name of Vicky. So it's Ricky and Vicky. So I feel like Vicky might step into the ring with one crystal here. Or, uh, you know, and that's that's how we get the introduction of Crystal into the wrestling ring. And, I, and I, I'm going to guarantee when she does wrestle, she's going to do like fucking Horicon Ranas, Poison oh, yeah. Ranas, 450 Splashes. Like she's going to do the stuff that the boys can't do. And everybody's going to be like, mark. oh, my God. And yeah. she's going to be the she's big star there. She's buzzing a destroyer out. Oh, yeah. First one on the show. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So hopefully you guys listen, uh, like this podcast, Turning Heels, talking about it. Uh, if there's any comments or suggestions, anybody else watch the show, let us know. Hit us up on the uh, Up Next Facebook group. Twitter, you know how to find us by this point. Um, but thank you, B Detroit, for thank doing you. this with me. This is a, a great, a great platform for us to just talk. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank the overlords of post wrestling. Uh, thank uh, Braden and Davey. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Zeno. Yeah. See, I'm gonna pull a, a Jack Spade here, and I'm not, I'm not gonna thank Davey and Braden because <laughs> I have a, a rap battle coming up with one Davey Portman. Uh, by the time you hear this, it's going to be this weekend, a SummerSlam uh, takeover weekend. So uh, fuck Davey Portman and uh, fuck Braden Harrington and shout out to Fire Frank. Um, and uh, I think um, somebody else on this podcast might be hosting this rap battle. So if that's the case, um, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, might have to talk. Yeah. Might, might have to, you know, work no, something we, out. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Fuck the free world, by the way. Too. Okay. Yeah, because if not, we might not even have a, we're not we're not even have an episode two of this podcast next week, depending on what happens of the rap battle. So, hopefully, we don't get canceled. <laughs> All right, that's it. Anything you want to plug? I know you got your podcast still going, Detroit Players. I was actually listening to it earlier today, a little bit of it. You want to plug um, that ahead for anybody that's unfamiliar actually with it? just follow my uh, Instagram. Maybe I'll post stuff, and my Twitter is at Cool Game Big B. Um, that's it. My, nice. And yep. if anybody that's new to me, you can follow me every Wednesday, Shot in the Dark, fifteen minute podcast talking about. AW Dark, Ring of Honor, NWA, all these shows that you don't want to watch, but you want to know what's going on. Just listen to me and I'll break it down for you. That's it. You guys can uh, come back next week for Turning Heels. I don't have a sign off yet. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.